I feel like this is a major one, man. Well, I also, when you said you wanted to do spooky, and then you said Queens Boulevard, I didn't get the reference at first. Oh, but but now you'll find out why. I know why. You always knew why. You just <laughs> tried to forget. Because okay. it's too scary. Woo, spooky <laughs> vibes. Hi, everyone. I'm Melanie. And I'm Diana. And we're two queens in a pod. Cast. And we are two queens from Queens, talking about Queens locations and events. And today, you already know, folks, because you clicked on the button, we are talking about Queens Boulevard for our 50th episode. Yeah, this is a big one. And just to kind of give you guys like a preview of what's happening, we kind of wanted to do like spooky vibes for October. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that we already did City Field. And that is spooky. Enough. Oh, yeah. Just that, them this being, was a, yeah. This was a scary season. <laughs> it's a scary place to go and you don't know what the Mets are going to do. <laughs> and our, so now coming in hot with the second week in October, we're doing... Queens Boulevard, and why don't you tell the viewers why? Well, if you don't already know, it is also known as the Boulevard of Death or the Boulevard of Broken, Broken Bones. Bones. <laughs> so uh, do we want to get into the the, the, the nitty gritty or do we want to give a little bit of context right, we, at first? Yeah, well, let's like try and, and yeah. work our way into we'll, we'll that. We'll create some suspense. But yeah, if you ever thought that our podcast connects things... This um, boulevard connects maybe like seven or eight episodes that we have done. A hundred percent. I feel like we're going to reference like, probably not too much, but like a short little references you'll see. It's like, it's funny. I drew a picture of what I think Queens Boulevard is. It's okay. like the trunk of a tree. Okay. And then there's branches. So like if Queens Boulevard is the trunk, the branches would be Northern Boulevard, Woodhaven Boulevard, Junction Boulevard, Roosevelt Avenue, Main Street. Like it's almost like this. Right. Like, it connects so much. Yeah, to other major, other major roads and and streets and whatever yeah. you know, um, but basically, when th- this really connects, I don't know if you felt the same way. Didn't it kind of connect a lot to our seven train episode? A bit? I was thinking about that the entire time. Yeah, yes. and it's like it goes through the most diverse neighborhoods. Um, it's the same thing. Like it is primarily like just in Queens, the seven train. It just goes in like what three stops into Manhattan. Right, like that. it's it's no three m- stops. Yeah. Well, yeah, Queens Boulevard doesn't even, obviously, doesn't even touch Leave. any yeah, but other... Just, yeah, it's like majority is like, this is Queens, Queens, Queens. Yeah, so like, there's a Queensboro Bridge, and then you're on Queens Bully. Yeah. Like, that's where we what go. What is it called? Like, Quiz Essential? Like, this is Quiz Essential Queens? Quiz Essential Queens. Yeah. Oh, I like the little alliteration. Oh. <laughs> but a- another reason I was connecting it a lot to the 7 train is that, so while the 7 train, while we were talking about the IRT versus the BMT, which was predominantly Manhattan... Um, privately owned subway or train systems systems Mm -hmm. and there was a point in time where queen's boulevard wasn't as wide as it was and it was actually called another street i wrote it down somewhere but it was Mm -hmm. called like it was called huffman boulevard there you go yeah and that like dates back all the way to the when the dutch occupied queens Mm -hmm. um so just to give you like that's the first bit of history of like what this land was was this um, pretty much like one of the first constructed highways and not on the highway that you're thinking now, like a highway as in like a road that like horses traveled on highway. Right. But it was a main one. And it, it was the main one. Right. Yeah. And so like going a little further in time, like going a little future in time in terms of like 
not a little, a lot, <laughs> going way past Dutch times. <laughs> uh, I'm like going to... Just a little like uh, 50 to 100 years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do a fast forward. But essentially while like, so I wrote, I wrote the numbers down. So in the 1920s to the 1930s, after this road was changed, when it, when it changed its name, it actually was widened. And the main right. reason it was widened is because they were constructing the um, another system private underneath. subway system. Mm-hmm. So it was like the same way that there's the IRT and that's what became the 7 train. This was a competing subway, subway line. system. Okay. So they weren't you couldn't make a transfer. So let's say I wanted to get off at Roosevelt and switch to like let's say I wanted to get off the F train at Roosevelt and I wanted to switch to the 7, I'd have to pay another fare. Right. Cuz they weren't on the same team. They were competitors. And one of the reasons why Queens Boulevard is so dangerous and is because of its width. It's around 300 feet long. And the reason it's 300 feet long is because when they started constructing the subway in Queens, they needed to widen the street to let the traffic happen while they were like banging out tunnels underground. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why it is the Boulevard of Death or Broken Bones is because of the subway that they had to build underneath it. Right. Which I think is pretty interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah. And just to kind of bring it back to why it was called Queens Boulevard. So after it was Huffman Boulevard, we're going to go to 1912. So kind of close to where you're talking about the subway systems. A little before, yeah. A little bit before. So in 1912, uh, Clifford Bennett Moore, he was from New Rochelle. We call it upstate in Queens, but it's not really upstate. It's It's further up in the state. Just a northern part of New York. Um, And he was like the queen civil engineer of roads. And he had the ability to upgrade the road, change it to Queens Boulevard. And he actually was called the father of Queens Boulevard. And he never, ever lived in Queens. Weird. Well, remember that guy from Astora? He never lived in Queens either. And we're named after him, Aster. Right, Aster. Yeah. So people just like to pretend that they have something to do with us and don't live here. Okay, on that same note, you and I talked about this. You may or may not know the show Entourage. <clears throat> Sorry, I was the show Entourage. Up, I am Queens Boulevard. Yeah, and it's like you are pretending you are from Queens, but he was he played the role of. Do you know remember his name? Vincent Chase. Okay, there you go. I only remember Ari Gold. He was such he a was character. A I thought, yeah, like I felt I felt like he was the real star of the show. So if you guys don't know, there was a show that was from 2004 to 2011 called oh, Entourage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that it? Yep. She's okay. singing the main chorus. And yeah, there's like an epic scene where he basically Well, he's writing. Says, he's he's in this movie called Queens. It's a fake movie. But he's in a movie called Queens Boulevard. And oh, it's like a guy from okay, Queens. Okay. And he like escapes the law. And the main character, Vincent Chase, he has this line where he's like, I am Queens Boulevard. And it's in the movie. And it's in the movie. And the idea of it is like all of them, the, in the, sh- in the, uh, the characters in Entourage are all from Queens. Right, exactly. And they're like these rich people who like... Now well, they're, they're rich. not rich. They're not rich. Um, we've talked about this before. Yeah, this is off, kind of... Off mic. But as a girl who was during this time period, we're, we're starting college, right. right? I wanted you to talk about and it because you said it so well. Like why a woman would watch Entourage. A Take woman it away. would not watch Entourage. On their own accord. But me and Diana, <laughs> separately not knowing each other did this, watched the entire series of Entourage 
to particularly say we watched it to impress boys. Right. It was a talking point. Like all, all men at that time were, wanted were, all men wanted to be entourage because it was about these four friends that lived in Hollywood and pretty much moved, after getting mooched, out of Queens. Yeah, out of yeah. Queens and mooched off of the one actor guy. So like right. they lived in a mansion, they would get girls, they would go to parties. Right. And we had a particular group of friends that thought they were entourage and would <laughs> quote entourage all the time (laughs) there is a man in your life who swore by entourage for those seven or eight years that it was on hbo oh my god and i want to bring this up because we're on like episode 50 but i would say like when you and i were on like episode 10 my boyfriend kept saying like why haven't you done queen's boulevard yet why haven't you done queen's boulevard yet you have to talk about entourage here here you go go, babe here you go This is the Roman Empire, everyone. It's entourage. Oh, I asked him. I asked him, okay. like, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And he said once a year, like. Okay. That Well, not, not stereotypical then. No. Okay. Which made me feel good. Yeah. I don't need, like, a gladiator mindset. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gladiator boyfriend mindset. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Back to the topic. Right. Let's get back on track, y'all. So, yeah, we were talking about the 19. 19- Did you know? I know you. we're kind of jumping around a little bit. But you were saying there was like horse and buggies. There used to be a trolley line. Yeah. On Queens Boulevard. Wouldn't that look so cute? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like ni- the early 1900s. Then 1920s, 1930s is when the boulevard got widened to, to help the construction of the uh, subway. Um, if anyone who does, like, if anyone is from the New York area, there's a very, very high chance that you have driven or walked across Queens Boulevard. But for anyone who, like, has never done it there is about on an average like obviously it's a seven and a half mile long road right. so there it it differs of how large it gets in between certain neighborhoods as it goes through and there's one neighborhood there's one part of queens boulevard that has 16 lanes but for Massive. the majority, for the majority that's by um yellow stone boulevard is it called yellowstone boulevard oh the one that goes past forest hills like the forest, forest hills, hills area yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's massive so there's massive. 16 lanes in that particular area but on average there's 10 so there is about four lanes going like and one, east yeah then there's four lanes going west then there's like three lanes that are local lanes on the outside on each it Turning is lanes, bus lanes. Insane. It's massive. It's a beast. It is a beast. Um, and I think that brings us to why it's gotten its a notorious name, right? right? Do you have do you have another thing to include? No. So basically Oh, actually one other yeah. thing. There was a little bit of talk of making it a freeway so that like pedestrians couldn't even cross Multiple over Multiple times it. it's been in the talks, but the yeah. closest was like during World War II, right? Exactly, that and that it? derailed the plan. So now yeah. we're talking like 40, 1945, and there's a lot of traffic now. Yeah. And now they're trying to could, limit the amount of time pe- yeah. pedestrians have to even cross this beast of a boulevard. If you guys remember... Um, in our Jackson Heights episode, that was kind of the boom of Queens was everyone from Manhattan was moving to the, what we're calling the suburbs back in the day, which was Queens. So they Queens Boulevard was essentially made to uh, take the traffic that was coming from Queensboro Bridge to come and make people migrate into Queens. So at that time, like you're saying, the 1940s, this was like multiple, multiple, multiple people coming and using that road. Right. So this is past the time where like just a story is the country town, right? 
Now this is a a, a boulevard well, that's connecting Manhattan city. all the yeah. way to Jamaica, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's a way of making it easier for people to find the countryside, so to speak. Yeah. Not what we know Queens as, like, you know. Exactly. Right. Um, and so now in 1949, they retimed the traffic lights so that there was less time for pedestrians okay, to cross the street. Okay, you know what's insane that I didn't think about until we were, I was doing research on it? Do you know how they handled, like, so until 1969, which in the general scheme of things isn't that long ago, okay? It's no. It's what, 50 years ago? No. You know what's so weird? Only 50 years ago they had computerized lights. We got a man on the moon. Yeah. The Mets won the World Series. And we got computerized traffic happened, lights. happened, and we had, what, yes. What a big year. What a big year. But do you know how they would do the lights before 1969? I was really lazy. I wanted to know. Okay. I'll, and I was we'll, really lazy. You Good thing know, you were kid. lazy, because I Googled it for you, okay? I love it. Let me know. Lay it on me, kid. So basically, it depends on like where you were, but there was like multiple methods. One of the methods was that it had like a sound machine on it, so it would like hear if cars were going and going and going it would stay green because the cars were coming by right but when it didn't hear anything it would turn red for a particular time to like let pedestrians go by so but be no time for anyone how to cross. people got out of it was they would honk their horn and it would turn green again oh so they had full control of the block yes. oh interesting so even like a person would be crossing the street they would honk their horn they'd be like green light and people would not like like kill the people oh my god they run them over but in 69, did they give, I think, okay, so yeah. basically during this time was when things started to get really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's no documentation of the amount of injuries and deaths before 1983. But if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, did it make a sound? Well, yes. I like, I'm sure see, mad people, yeah, would you see? I did see that there is a statistic that from 1950 to 2000, over 27,000 people were, were injured, injured. But there's no death toll. Right. There's so, only a death toll like later on. Like Exactly. Before, yeah. Right. And so this is when it gets into the scary territory. This is our spooky section of, of, our, of our podcast okay. today mm-hmm. is the amount of deaths that happened on this boulevard. And as a pedestrian, as a non-driver, right. I'm ta- this is very scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, like from 1980 to the 2000s, there was 100 deaths. From 1990 to 2017, there was 186 deaths, 138 being pedestrians. I mean... Wild. It's wild. It's wild. And as someone who's crossed this boulevard, like, it's insane. I remember one time, like... You can't be old, yeah. Like, no. If you're walking slow, you're not making it past... No. It's like an entire avenue long. It's, it's insane. Have, they give you like Three, two minutes. <laughs> 300 feet are the crossings. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, and this was before, and I'm not going to bring up exactly what the, what I believe. We, you and I can kind of connect on what we think this, the true solution was. Okay. Um, but like this was before 2011. And I remember one time I was with my friend from IS227, Louis Armstrong Middle School. <laughs> we were at Queen Center Mall, and we're crossing the street, and like... We just got stuck on an island because, like, you don't know how long it's going to be. Like, you really yeah. have to run, like, yeah. to get over in the amount of time to, like, get through. They're allotted. So we got stuck on, like, a little island in between, and we have all the traffic going. And, of course, there's this massive puddle. 
and this bus goes right on oh it. We were God. soaking wet in dirty New York City water. It was disgusting. Like, no pedestrian should go through that. <laughs> no, that sounds awful. Yeah. And, like, if we were stupid, we would have crossed and, like, gotten hit. We would have been one of those fatalities, you know, if we tried yeah. to avoid the water. Right. And that's, like, kind of where all the fatalities came from is, like, people thinking they have enough time and running, you know, running through it. And it's insane. It is. And so, you know... Did you get into, like, things they did to, like, kind of solve the problem? Yeah, yeah, so they basically, they tried to reduce vehicle lanes. And this is all within, like, the last, they have a, a even if you go on, like, their website, the Queens Boulevard website, they have, like, a, a three-set plan of, like, things that they want to do. Continue to And a do. lot of it has been completed already. Like, they have, like, bike lanes. Uh, they increased the crosswalk times. Um, they had conducted studies, too, like, being like, okay, what what's wrong? Be, yeah. yeah. They lowered the driving, the, the speed limit. Speed limit, yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> longer crossing times, like you just said. They added the gates. You know, Did you read into that? The so gates like, on the island. Yeah, know? so on the islands, like, what a lot of the problem was is that, like, so from a pedestrian's point of view. You would, like, run to the island. Well, what, it, what you would do is, like, okay, so if, if we think about Queens Boulevard as, like, um, vertical, right? And we think about the crossing as horizontal, right? The crossings to get from one side of Queens Boulevard to the other, you have to walk so far. Like... You mean to get to your crosswalk. To get to a crosswalk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of pedestrians would do we is do they would jaywalk and walk across. Gotcha. And that was like... And the speed limit was so high that like there just would not be enough time. Like that person who think who didn't measure it right, like or didn't have right spatial awareness would just get like... That's the sound effect. I, <laughs> I sound a lot worse than that. I was that. about to say, it definitely is a lot worse than that. <laughs> Just like that. No, and so, like, a lot of jaywalkers would would um, get hit. And so to avoid people from being tempted to jaywalk, they've put up gates. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you wanted to jaywalk, you'd literally have to, like, climb over a gate to get over yeah. it. Um, I think they also considered doing, like, overpasses. Like, you know, this... So that, yeah, so you could walk over but, the bridge. But apparently that was too expensive. I didn't want to do that. Oh, yes, meals. But did you look into, like, I found, like, I, what I thought was, like, the this, this secret sauce to solve okay, the problem. So in 2011, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize this, they started adding countdowns. Oh, I did read that. I so, was going to say that, yeah. So remember pre-countdowns? You didn't know when it started blinking yeah. or not. You were just like, I hope it's just started blinking. So the the year 2011 when they added countdowns, was the first year no one got killed on Queens Boulevard since 1983. It's so so interesting because when I did read that, I'm like, what a brilliant person who thought of that. And it's so simple. So simple. But brilliant. Brilliant, man, brilliant. Mm -hmm. And then also between 2014 and 2017, this is post-countdowns, there was no deaths either. No pedestrian deaths. P- like pre-countdown? Um, so post-countdown. Oh, post-countdown. So after 2011. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But like, I wonder, did Queens Boulevard inspire the countdowns? Or was it just happening everywhere else? That is a good question. Right? Like, what came mm-hmm. first? Queens Boulevard or everywhere else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it was Queens Boulevard. Me too. We started it, y'all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean... 
Do you have some other facts in there? No, but I was just going to say that I, like, growing up in Queens, like, this is, this boulevard has everything, and it was really a part of our teenage years because when I dated somebody who lived off of Queens Boulevard in like during high school, we would go to this movie theater, which is still around in Forest Hills, which yeah. is on Queens Boulevard. When we got summonses because we were in the park late at night, we had to go to the courthouse on Queens Boulevard. Like everything you could think of. You, you don't even need to leave Queens Boulevard. You got you go to the courthouse. You can go get dinner. You go to get a movie. Right. You can go to your boyfriend's <laughs> house. You got a lot going on that you could do just in like a three-mile radius. Yeah. Like also, you know, like, okay, you know when, and it's going to come back to Queens because it always does. All roads lead to Queens. But you know when like you're just getting to know the city and you go in and like you know Union Square and then you leave. And then a year later, you go to 34th Street and then you leave. And then you go to... Uh, Soho and then you leave and then all of a sudden you like go and then you connect all the neighborhoods and you're like oh this is Manhattan or like these are all the this is how you know Soho connects to Union Square that connects to Harold Square like okay. you know what I mean it's like you almost had this map and like certain areas are blacked out because you never went there okay something about Queens Boulevard is like oh this all connects like Long Island City connects to Sunnyside, connects to Woodside, connects to, you know, all these different neighborhoods, Regal Park, Forest Hills, Kew Gardens, Briarwood, Jamaica. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is like, this is Queens. Like, this is how it connects. Like, I think that's something that Queens Boulevard obviously did for me, where you're like, oh, this is how we're all connected. Okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like this like lifeline. Um, but it's, it's major, man. I have some random facts if you want me to spout them out. All right. So, did you know that along Queens Boulevard, on Woodside, in Woodside, the neighborhood of Woodside on 58th Street, there's a compass rose with the words that says, the geographic center of New York City. But it really isn't. It's not. Yeah, somebody just wrote that. That's false. It's false news. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that would mean. What does that mean? And how would you know what, what is essentially New York City? Well, like, New York City is not a perfect circle. So no. how can you find the center of it? And then are you near, if you're saying New York City, are you counting the five boroughs? Because then you have to count Staten Island, which will throw off your mapping entirely. Yeah, like the actual center of Would be like Brooklyn. Would be like Dumbo. Right. Not even. Because you have to account how big... The Bronx is too. Right. It might be in Queens, but like. I think it would just be in the water. Right. It's probably like. (laughs) In the Bronx River. (laughs) Right. It's probably like uh, Bowery Bay, like like something near like. It's probably Rikers Island. (laughs) No, that's too far. No, right? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. But I thought that was interesting. And then you were talking about the courthouse. There's a Redbird, a car. You know, we're talking about the seven trains. Yeah, with a Redbird. Remember when the Redbirds were 86th? Yeah. 86 um, is in. They they stopped uh, making them. Yeah. There's like a little like red car, just one, right outside of the courthouse. Well, it used to be a museum. The car? Yeah, the car. And then it's it wasn't getting a lot of viewers. So the Queen's um, like counselor at the time was like, shut it down. Shut it out. And now they don't have visitors anymore. Too much taxpayer dollars yeah, exactly. going to the Redbird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we got to hit up the Transit Museum one day yeah. in Brooklyn. But um, did you know that my mom's godfather was the first Ecuadorian judge in New York City? 
No, that was a very random fact. For some reason, I thought you were going to say that he got hit by a car, which I thought was no. taking a really, really dark turn. You just made me think <laughs> of the, like, the first pedestrian who died on the boulevard of broken bones. Imagine. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he broke his toe. <laughs> no, but you just made me think about it because I'm pretty sure he worked at that courthouse. Wow, interesting. I thought it was kind of cool. Diana wasn't there when we were um, mischiefs in the park and got summonses. No. Yeah. If anybody, it's so dumb. We weren't even doing anything. You just can't be in a New York City park after nine. That was like the rule. And there's just some cops that just will give you a ticket for anything, I guess. So wack. Well, I was thinking like, have you ever gotten a jaywalking ticket? No, girl, but you know what stupid ticket I got. got Why don't you tell the people what you got? Oh, man. So I don't drive. I'm not a driver. I shouldn't be getting tickets, right? And I was in high school going to the Mary Lewis Academy on the 7 train on a Saturday because they made us take those stupid Kaplan classes. (laughs) I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm not going to do well. Shout out Jennifer. (laughs) I can't make up. Oh, that's two stories in one. Really yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. at the Kaplan thing, I didn't have a pencil. And my friend Jen Faye, shout out to Jen Faye, did, had a pencil, but she didn't care. Like, she, didn't she cared care. less she than I did. She did not want to even, like, actually participate. So she gave her only pencil to me. To Diane. And our, and our Kaplan supervisor, teacher dude, was like, Where's your pencil? And she's like, I don't have one. He's like, Jen Faye, I thought more of you, Jen Faye. And we were just in the back, just crackling. Like, it was so dumb. It's it not was. that funny, but... But, but fast forward, I kind of had to be there when a thing. <clears throat> you kind of had to be there when a thing. But on the way back, I was sitting on the train, and I put my feet up. And this undercover cop comes onto the train. It's like, she showed her badge. She's like, get off the train. And I was like, what is happening? So I get off, and she's like, do you know what you did wrong? And I was like, go no. to a Kaplan test on a Saturday, <laughs> apparently. And she's like, you had your feet up. On the on the chair, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" How much was your ticket? I think it was like two hundred dollars. What? Two hundred. That is an insane amount. And we were just recently on the train. I forgot where we were going. Oh, the San Gennaro feast in the city. Oh, that was fun. And there was this girl. Oh my god, I felt really bad for her. She definitely just came back from like a nursing shift, or if maybe she's a doctor, I'm not sure. She had scrubs on, and she was sitting like on the subway and this gross ass man just like pretty much like sat on her and the entire time he had his like legs up and like his hands he was lounging like no other like he was in and his i was like house. where's the other cop when you need it to give this freaking guy yeah, a this ticket. guy needs this a 200 dollar ticket <laughs> let's go back in time and flip the script on this dude <laughs> And the guy was like, and the woman who the like, woman was mad. she was like, she was it's because he's a man, he could get away with it. She was like, I'm sick to my stomach. And we were making jokes to like make her feel better. And, and she, she was she, not in a laughing no. mood. Yeah, we were like, Mel and I, like Mel and I always talk about how, you know, men are really unimpressive. And she's like, and then she just laughed. She like did not want to <laughs> laugh about it. She really just wanted to be angry. And that's cool. I get it. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't easy, ladies. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't laugh about it no matter what. <laughs> but either way. I don't know. Yeah, I think, Queens you know Boulevard. what? I think we are Queens Boulevard. I'm just going to sit here and <laughs> contemplate my life of why I watched eight seasons of Entourage. It didn't do anything for me. It no. got me no men. No, and no guy was like, wait, you watch Entourage? If anything. That's it. I'm marrying you. <laughs> honestly, if anything, I think they were more turned off by it. Yeah. Because that was like, they were like, that's a man show. Yeah. You should like, be watching that. You're getting to the man zone now. Like, settle down. <laughs> know, know your boundaries, lady. 
<laughs> so all the ladies out there watching Entourage does not make you cool. Just stop and, just, and just watch Sex in the City instead. <laughs> <laughs> just turn it off and do what you really want to do and watch Sex in the City. Follow your heart, kid, and you'll yeah. never go wrong. You don't need to watch Vincent Chase banging a woman every episode. Yes. But you know what? Save your life. Save your bones. Look both ways before you cross the street. Don't be a hero. Watch the countdowns. And that's uh, that's what she wrote. And that's all she wrote. Okay. Peace out, Coast Guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.